the silence. Trying to stop the violence because I'm killing my goals. Here's my story, you're invited. Hey, and welcome to another episode of Pink Lemonade, an original podcast by the Skinny Black Girls Code. My name is Whitney B, and I am your host. And today, we're going to talk about why moving in a new direction doesn't necessarily mean that you're a failure. Keep it locked. What up, what up? It's May 29, 2017, and I hope you had a fabulous Memorial Day weekend. Over the last few days, I basically just went into chill mode, and I did a lot of reflecting about where I am and where I want to go in this thing we call life. <laughs> so this episode is very emotional for me because I've decided to let something go that I've been working on for nearly the last two years. For those of you who know me outside of the Skinny Black Girls Code, you know that I am the creator of a platform called The Barter Babes. I started this platform in 2015 after leaving my job in Cincinnati and building this platform, this brand, this business has been one of the most challenging things that I've ever done in my life. You see, when you have a vision, you picture going one way and while you may have the most picture perfect blueprint, In your head, life can take it and twist it into a different direction. And for me, for the longest time, I just couldn't crack why I couldn't bring or propel my business forward. It wasn't because I was incompetent or afraid or unwilling to invest in myself or my business. It really just hit me a few months ago that I was no longer into it. It just didn't do anything for me. Like literally when I would create my to-do list, barter babes would always make it to the bottom of my list. I used to say, oh, I wish there was more hours in a day. But really, in reality, I didn't make it a priority because I simply didn't have a desire to. Once I realized that my passion was dead or low key dying, I tried to convince myself that maybe that I was just having a moment, you know, so I tried to be proactive, you know, I tried to hold on to it by, you know, surrounding myself with other entrepreneurs, hiring a business coach, investing in courses and, and doing a ton of other things to reignite what I felt when I first started. And, you know, because, you know, when you first start something, you're like excited. You're like, oh, my gosh, I'm doing this. You know, this is my baby. I'm doing it on my own. You know, nobody can take this away from me. And, you know, you put in everything. You exert a lot of energy. And I, I was so caught up in just the desire of being an entrepreneur. Like, I didn't care what it took. So, you know, when I reached this lull or this, you know, this moment, I just, you know, I just started thinking, you know, maybe this is just one of those moments where it's a temporary storm, right? Because, you know, we hear these entrepreneurs and they'll tell their stories about, you know, how they started this business and how they were going to give up. And then, you know, something crazy happens. Someone's invests in them or they make their first sale. And then, you know, it's just like unicorns and rainbows from there. <laughs> but, you know, for me, my unicorns and my rainbows didn't come. Or um, I guess I should say it didn't come in a way that I expected, to say the least. Um, Over the weekend, you know, as I'm in chill mode and I'm thinking about everything, I took a look at my vision board that I created at the end of last year for 2017. And um, essentially, I found my rainbow on this board. So on my board, I cut and paste three phrases 
that um, really just kind of stopped me dead in my tracks. And those three things were discover my competitive edge, selling my or selling your big idea and quitters can win. And I'm just trying to figure out like what, <laughs> like what possessed me to add these things? I mean, obviously I had a reason for it at the time, but you know, things have shifted and you know, whatever propelled me to just kind of go back and look, it, it almost feels like I foreshadowed this moment in this revelation that I'm experiencing. And it's, it was at this moment I realized that it's time to move on from my big idea and it's time to say goodbye to the barter babes. <laughs> wow. Um, this is maybe the third time that I've said this out loud since Saturday. I've, you know, I told um, two of my best friends and my husband and it's just, it's weird. It like, it's still weird, but at the same time, it's very liberating for me. I felt stuck for a long time um, and a large part of the stagnation is holding on to something that's not in my heart to do. I have no doubt that I conceptualize something amazing and something that has the ability to help so many women succeed in business and to uh, ultimately get past those first several years. But, you know, like, I just don't feel like I'm the one. Like, I just don't think that I'm the one to bring it to fruition. Like, I think that I've held on more specifically, um, especially in the last six months or so because of, you know, obviously the fear of being judged. If I had to say that I had a fear, that was probably the big, the biggest thing lurking over some of my thoughts. You know, I have people, friends, family, strangers who root for me. You know, people, they slide in my DM inbox. They tell me they're proud. I've gotten emails and, you know, I, I have family who call me. They tell me, and they tell me that they think that I'm doing well. You know, they see me making these air quote boss moves. And, uh, you know, it seems like I'm on top of the world. And I think for a while, I've, I've been so worried about disappointing other people that I forced myself to endure being committed to something that um, no longer gives me joy. When, in fact, when something causes you more anxiety than excitement, it's okay to pull back. And I'm learning that it's okay to be done with it, regardless of who's watching. And um, one of the things that I did, I actually was on YouTube, and I came across this TED Talk uh, by a woman named Sarah Knight, and she's the author of a book that I actually just purchased called The Life-Changing Magic of Not Giving a Fuck. <laughs> and it puts so much in perspective for me. You know, we do so many things. We do things with people we don't want to do things with or we do things that don't serve us you know because we want to put up an image or a facade and at the end of the day like I don't have time for that you shouldn't have time for that life is too short to do things that we don't want to do for the sake of just doing them or for the sake of keeping up appearances and that's just like not what I'm about anymore so you know seriously this ultimately is um, a decision that excites me because um, I think that I've always strived to, you know, be excellent. You know, excellence has always been around me. You know, I've always made pretty much perfect grades in school. When I worked full time for companies or even when I worked part time, I mean, I was a model employee. And, you know, in my head, there was no way that I can fail. Starting my own business, doing something on my own. It taught me that I am not invincible and that I'm capable of failure. 
I'm capable of not having my shit together and it feels good. And it's a relief to know that quitters can win, as my vision board eloquently says. And I quit because I realized that I've exerted my energy into the wrong thing. When I was getting coached for Barter Babes, I remember my business coach saying that it's essentially selfish not to pursue your gifts because there's someone who needs you. I will be a lie if I said that bartering was my gift. It's something that I've mastered, something that I do well, but is it a passion? Nah, it's not. And, you know, again, this weekend, I sat at my desk and on the back of the envelope, um, it was probably a bill or something, I wrote down these words and I said, you cannot coach passion. Passion is undoubtedly an innate substance of intuition and innovation inside of you. Again, you cannot coach passion. Passion is undoubtedly an innate substance of intuition and innovation inside of you. And when I look, I realize that I was not following my passion, but these words, you know, I don't know why I got all Oprah, Dr. Phil, or whatever, but these words are really important to me. I know that I'm an entrepreneur, and I know that I have the grit, the patience, and the skin to see things through. But I have to be real about my passion. And when you look at passion, passion is something that that is deep. You know, it's something that you live for. It's something that you know, you want to wake up for and do every day. And um, I've been essentially avoiding my passion, right? So it's so funny. Um, you know, when people come up to you and they're like, oh, what do you do? And, you know, you just have the damnedest time coming up with a response. <laughs> I mean, that's always been me. You know, like even when I started Barter Babes, it was still hard for me to really answer that because there is so much more to me. You know, I love multimedia and, you know, if you really know me or if you're friends with me on Facebook or any of my social media, you may see some of the videos, the photo shoots and graphics that I put together for both uh, the Skitty Black Girls Cold, Barter Babes or anything that people contract me to do. Um, multimedia has always been somewhat of a side hustle for me because I was afraid to truly call myself a creative Um when I graduated from college, I worked with someone on a brand years ago. You know, they listened to my ideas and they allowed me to do things that they thought that I was good at. But when it came to the graphics, it was like off limits, right? <laughs> I was jokingly but seriously told, Whitney, you can handle X, Y, Z, but leave the graphics to me. That's not your strong suit. So I never called myself a creative or anything in that realm because, you know, I was shot down. And, you know, when you get shot down, you, you're salty. You don't want to do anything. And, you know, you become bashful. You don't really want to uh, show your work. And so, I mean, I essentially never owned up to this gift because I never wanted to hear those words again. But, you know, I got over myself. You know, I started to um, realize that, you know, there were things that I wanted to pursue. And, you know, because, you know, when you start a brand and when you uh, have like no budget, <laughs> you know, you kind of have to start to do everything yourself. And so as I started to show more of my work and had people approach me asking if, if they could have me do things for them, I started to build my confidence. And when I look at everything, I realized that not only do I have a talent for media, for, you know, the things that I do, I have a passion for it. You know, I could talk about storyboards, branding, graphics, photography all day. And it's taken me such a long time to embrace it. Because I allowed someone to put me in a box. And as a result, I felt like I needed to do something else 
and put what I'm really good at on the back burner. So, you know, think about that. If you've if you've ever been put in a box somewhere, um, you know, don't allow people to put you in a box like, you know, you you create your own box, create your own damn box. (laughs) Like, don't just allow someone to, to give you a title or a label and you just roll with it. I mean, you know, one of the things that uh, people have put me in a box for years is social media. Um, you know, when I left school, I did social media because it was something that was popping. It was something that was starting to emerge as, as a trend. I graduated from college in 2013, but I would say around 2012, that's when that demand started. So, you know, like I, I learned that skill. I mean, and I like it, but it's not something that um, I live for every single day. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll definitely say that. But, you know, people have seen me in that space. They they that's what they've associated me for. You know, even now, I mean, I teach social media and that's because I love to teach. So, you know, I could talk about social media and teach it. But as far as doing it, uh, you know, creating uh, social media accounts and managing it for people. Absolutely not. And, you know, and I've, I've tried hard to get away from that label for years, but, you know, I've, I've embraced it in some ways, but in some ways I, I don't. So, you know, just think about that. You know, if you've been placed in a box, if you've been in a career, you know, let's say that you've worked in a call center for most of your life and, you know, you want to start doing something else, but everyone knows you for working in a call center. So when you are, you know, looking for different jobs and when you ask people, they automatically tell you, you know, hey, this call center is hiring. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you have to show other people that you are more than what they just think of you. You know, you have to show people that you're taking initiative to do something differently. And um, as a result, I mean, for me, uh, you know, especially when I started Barter Babes and I started doing everything else, I don't get as many requests for social media as I used to, but it took me a really long time to get out of that box. So, you know, I want you to understand that just because you're good at something, doesn't mean that you you have to do it, especially if you're not passionate about it. So, you know, I say all this to say, you know, here I am. I'm vulnerable, obviously, but I'm, I'm pretty refreshed because you have to woman up and be real with yourself or you have to or you risk wasting time being someone that you're not or doing something that you don't want to do. And if you've ever beaten yourself up because you didn't finish a goal or quit something, don't. I know it's easier said than done, but you have to give yourself credit. For me, I took a big risk to become an entrepreneur, but the difference between me and a lot of other people is that I went for it. There's someone right now who's frustrated with the way things are in their life, and they'll never take the steps to change your situation for whatever reason. So even if you didn't get the outcome that you desire for one of your goals, um, there's always a tomorrow. There are always other opportunities. And with anything that we go through in life, there's a lesson. Now, whether you see that lesson now or later, it doesn't matter. Just know that a new direction means new beginnings and to always have the confidence and certainty that you made the best decision for you and no one else. And I don't know about y'all, but (laughs) my future is going to be lit now that I know um, what I'm supposed to be doing. It's a wrap like Saran. But seriously, um, this journey for Barter Base has been amazing for me. I'm not quite sure how um, that chapter of my life is going to end, but I know that it is for the best without a question. So um, I know I've been kind of rambling, talking, but, you know, I had to get this out. And I really wanted to get across that message because I think it's really important for you to understand that changing directions does not mean that you're a failure. 
So before I head out, I want to leave you with this thought by my fake adopted mom, Oprah Winfrey, the great. (laughs) And she says that doing the best at this moment puts you in the best place for the next moment. So, Queen, what is the best for you right now? And what is stopping you from living in this moment to create a tomorrow that you can live with? I want to know. Tweet me at SBG Code or comment below because I want to hear your story. Be sure to subscribe to Pink Lemonade on SoundCloud and follow us on Twitter or Instagram at SBG Code. Once again, my name is Whitney B. And I will see you all next month for another episode of Pink Lemonade. Peace.